Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a Pod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the Pod wherever you get your podcasts. What is up, everyone? Welcome. Welcome to another episode of Intentional Grounding. I am your host, Sterls for the Girls, and you'll be kicking it with me tonight. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm excited to see all y'all, man. I'm not going to lie. You know, if I don't get to talk to the peeps every week, man, it, it, I, I get I get a little homesick. So uh, it's definitely good to to be here in a Saturday night. We are one week away from the NFL draft. One week away. And tonight's show, we're going to be talking talking some Bills. We're going to be talking some Dallas Cowboys. I got one of my homies uh, coming on the show tonight. It's going to be dope. We're going to talk some draft. We're going to do, do our live mock as we do. But we're going to get it in. We're going to get it in. So, uh... Wherever you're listening tonight, via live here on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts, this show is brought to you, none other than Slide a Shelf. We're going to help you reach what matters if you have any, any kind of home improvement project that involves shelving. If you put in the code intentional grounding, when you order, you will get 20% off. So make sure you go see our guys at Slide a Shelf. And they will get you squared away. Well, folks, like I said, it's uh, one week until the NFL draft. And I tell you what, man, uh, I'm going back and forth on the Bills selection. You know, I feel like it's cheating to say that the Bills are going to draft Jack Campbell. I, I, I think it's cheating. I mean, that's the biggest hole on this roster right now. Right? The biggest hole. and. Uh, Every night, every day, it feels like I'm I'm picking somebody else. So I I see a fit that that seems a lot more enticing than getting a, a middle linebacker. Not gonna lie, we got Richard Rush in here. Sarah, what's up? What's up? All right. So before we get into everything, uh, I want to let y'all know. Like I said, my homie is a, he's in the house. My guy. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring him in, but before I bring him in, I just want to let y'all know that he is a new content creator, okay? And he hasn't had a taste of Bill's Mafia just yet, so he's gonna get his first taste of Bill's Mafia tonight. Uh, none other than my guy, <laughs> Sports Plug Russ is in the house. What's up, dude? Man, what's happening? You know what I'm saying? Thanks for thanks for having me on, man. I'm about to get mafetized, I guess. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> So, but hey, yo, Bills Mafia, so y'all in the AFC, I ain't got no beat. See, you see, know what I'm saying? before he <laughs> says anything else, okay, to let y'all know, he is a Dallas Cowboys fan, okay? My man rocks with the Cowboys. Uh, you know, call that a problem or an issue if you want, but that <laughs> that's what he that's what he likes, man. So, uh, you know, Russ is a part of the an, another podcast that I'm a part of um, called Sports Sushi. Yes. It's on every week. And I'll let you plug Sports Sushi toward the end of the show, Russ. Um, With warnings. (laughs) (laughs) Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. 
What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. <laughs> hey, so let's talk about uh, Jalen Hurts got the bag today. Bro, bro. Jalen Hurts got a, a massive contract making him the highest paid NFL quarterback or NFL player in the history of the game. He is going to uh, get about... 179 guaranteed is what the numbers say. Uh, it's going to be $255 million contract. I mean, that that is uh, – that's a lot. No, it's, it's, it's well-deserved. I think me hearing it today, I heard a lot of – I'm happy for him, by the way. As a Dallas Cowboy fan, this is kind of – I mean, it's rough, but – we have a pretty good, you know, we're, we're, we'll be okay. You know what I'm saying? But as far as he's concerned, the Eagles did the smart thing. Because if you can imagine, if they wait at all, they're going to be, they're going to be in the same position Ravens are right now. And they're going to have to pay him even more. Because when he, if he wasn't get to get signed early, when he was up, it would, it would have been, it would have been way high. Yeah, no, that contract. Probably too high. As it it would have been high, but you know, it's, uh, I mean, I don't know. You shouldn't be excited about that, uh, seeing that he's in your I'm excited for him. I mean, you know my college football team is Oklahoma, so I'm always going to root, you know, for a Sooner. You've only won there one year. You know what I'm saying? I'm a root for But I like Jalen Hurts. You know what I'm saying? He's from Texas. Like, even though I, you know, the Eagles, eh, whatever about them. But, like, I like him. I like him, and I like his story. You know what I'm saying? So, like, perseverance personified. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you can actually claim Jalen Hurts since he's, you know, since he only played one year at Oklahoma. But I'll let you do it we because, will. like, it's like me <laughs> claiming Olusagun Oluwatimi uh, from Michigan. So it's, you know, where, I'm, where, I'm go ahead. Where, I was just, we're where he learned how to play quarterback. Alabama. No, no, no. We're where he learned how to play, like, the quarterback position under Lincoln Riley, the guru <laughs> who left us. Which is okay, hey, but this isn't a college football show. Jalen Hurts wasn't bad at, at Alabama. No, no, he no, he wasn't bad. I'm just saying you could clearly see the difference from him when he played under a coach and Nick Saban, who's just like, I recruited you to do your job, just do it. And then another coach who's like, I'm gonna help you work on the position. You know, Lincoln Riley took him in and was like, What kind of throws do you like? What kind of throws do you not like? And he was able to uh, you know, diagram the plays on how he wanted to run them. And Lincoln was able to, you know, teach him some things and set him up for success. And then when he got to the NFL, you could see that even though he got good at reads and progressions from basically having a playbook tailored to him, he was able to take that and use the teachings and, you know, catapult himself into where he is now. I I really do think even if he would have went to USC, I just I think that Lincoln Riley just does that for quarterbacks. I think that he's just really good, really good at coaching them and, and showing them how to play the position. And then with that, you just do what you can. But his work ethic is his. I'm not saying Lincoln Riley made the kid at all. Right, I'm right, saying right. the work ethic is his. You could just see a clear difference in how he played the position from Alabama to Oklahoma. No, and, and you know, there's – there's, I'm happy for him. Like, I still think – I I still think he's a little inflated. Like, when, when people say that, that he's better than Josh Allen, I take offense to that. Uh, because he he's not, because he's not, but he's really good. So um, the thing is, though, seeing that he's in your division, you guys still have Dak Prescott, and, and we've talked at nauseum about Dak and what we really think about him. Uh, seeing that you know the Eagles got him in the second round, and and really, I mean, nobody really thought that he would even get drafted in on day two, even. So True. I mean, it's it's a really cool story, man. Uh, I mean, and they got a lot of weapons around him. And, and you know, Harry Roseman is one of the best that's, GMs that's, in the league, right? That's one thing I, I did kind of want to – I would I would say – if you, I would ask you if you agree because I hear a lot of people saying, like, like Lamar, you should just agree to this and take this contract. And I was, I was talking – actually, I was talking to my pops today, and I was like, I bet Lamar looks at this and says, he went to the Super Bowl, but he had a receiver that won the Heisman in college. Like – not not receiver of the year, not you know, Doke Campbell or whatever. He won the Heisman, best player ever. Right. And then I got right. AJ Brown, you know, he got AJ Brown. So I don't think that's comparable, you know what I'm saying, for what they're what they're asked to do for the team. But I, I um I do think that Jalen Hurts deserves every penny of that. It's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough. 
especially if they we're gonna talk about you know what the, what they might do in the draft, but if they do what I think they're gonna do, it's gonna be real tough. Miles yeah, Sanders didn't go for nothing. Right, 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 right. So let's let's uh before we before we talk about any cowboy stuff, let's let's I'm gonna I'm gonna glaze over some Bills news. Uh the Bills signed AJ Klein, linebacker. He's been around for a while. We all know who AJ Klein is. Uh and they signed an offensive lineman. I don't even know dude's name, to be honest. Uh they just making pre-draft moves. These are just moves to make moves to you know, I, I don't think they're filling any necessary holes. Uh, AJ Klein is a good depth piece, right? But you don't want AJ Klein starting on your defense. And, uh, you know, as we get closer to the draft, I don't know about you Cowboys fans, but here, you know, with the Bills, we try, we we analyze every little move, every little visit, and kind of figure out what they're trying to put together. If they're giving us any clues as to what they're thinking heading into the draft. So the Bills made two signings. They really don't move the needle for me at all. Uh, the, yeah. the, it still is what it is, but uh, what what are the Cowboys doing right now? What, what I is used the to, temperature in the room? I used to try to see every move that they made until I realized after a couple of years that never really mattered. You know what I'm saying? According to what they're going to pick. But now, as far as the rumblings go, um, like you do hear a lot of draft pick talk. You know what I'm saying? Who they're going to pick. I've seen DBs. I've seen of course, we all know the tight ends, which I think it's going to be one of the tight ends. Uh, I've even seen an O-lineman. I forget his name. He's from uh, Tennessee. I've even seen him thrown in there. I've seen them go for an edge rush, the edge rusher out of uh, Iowa. Ah, I forget. It's something the fifth. I forget his name. But me personally, with everything I'm hearing, I, I do think that they want Michael Mayer. My- Mayer? Mayer? Yeah. My, the, mm-hmm. from, yeah, Mayer. And we, we covered him, you know what I'm saying, on the sushi. So... But I think that I think that they will pick him if he's available. But part of me is sitting here like, I I understand. I, I want them to pick a tight end. Let me get that straight. So you straight want so forward. you want tight end round one. That's what you want. Yes. The reason here's the reason why. And and I, and you've heard me yell this before about the Cowboys is that like we always do the opposite. A lot of times, not always. A lot of times we yes we have to perform better. We have the talent, but the problem is we we don't put the right pieces in place for what's directly in front of us like you see that Dak needs help and we get rid of receivers you see that he loves to run the the three tight end groupings and he loves to throw the tight ends so go get him one that's supposed to be a superstar go get him one that's gonna that you think is gonna be a pro bowler or all pro even you know what I'm saying and I think that the two guys I think that three guys have the ability maybe four South Dakota kids pretty nice but I think, I think that three or four of these guys do have that ability but if you get to it and there's and there's Michael Meyer and um, Darnell Washington available. Get Dak a weapon in the position that he likes to throw to most. Yes, he like he throws the receivers. He has all these yards. But if you watch Cowboys games, you often notice that he throws a lot to tight ends, a whole lot. So common sense, which we don't have in Dallas. And those that don't know me, you will realize I am an honest Dallas Cowboys fan. I don't live in this fairy tale. We're going all the way this year place. Um, <laughs> I live in I live in reality, and the reality is, <laughs> and the reality is, uh, we need to put a tight end. That's I put it to people like this: we need a guy like a Gronk in a situation where you can just throw it up and he can catch it. And I think Washington and I think that Meyer are the two guys. Kincaid, I like him a lot. Um, I think those guys, but really the first two, I do think that they're the guys that you can literally. I know you remember. Not not to poo-poo on you, but I know you remember at times they would just get to like third and go and just say, this fade's going 87. There's nothing you can do about it. He's going to catch it. And I think Darnell Washington is that guy. Um, but that's my opinion. But so, I wouldn't mind Michael. I wouldn't mind Michael at all because I've so, seen him play and he's nice. Okay, so let's talk about Darnell Washington because he's a guy that, uh, you know, I'm almost tempted to mock him to the Bills. Uh, and and the fact that you're talking about him, Uh, For the Cowboys, you know, you guys pick, I think, uh, 25th, if I'm not mistaken. 26. So you're right before us. So it's pretty interesting that you bring that up because, you know, it seems like from from people that I know, it seems like he's getting a little buzz in the first round, uh, late first round. So um, I'm not saying the Bills are going to take him or whatever. But just draft guys that I know that is saying, you know, he he might be getting some some play in the first round. So Darnell Washington, man, he's a six foot seven, 
tight end out of University no, of Georgia, he's... soft hands. He's got soft hands. He's athletic. Uh, you know, he can he his calling card is his ability to block, right? And so when I, I mean, look at that's why I, I love look him. at right. So he's a bet. I think he's a better fit for Buffalo than he is for the Cowboys, just because like you guys have a, a really a really solid offensive line. You I, I feel like the Cowboys with Dalton Schultz last year, he was more of a pass catching tight end. I I would say mm-hmm. someone like uh you know Dalton Kincaid would be perfect for the offense that you guys run. I would even throw in a Sam Laporta for the Cowboys at that That's- uh I was saying, but that's why I like Washington and I like Meyer. I like them for that reason that they can both block. And even though the Cowboys have a solid offensive line, it can get better. You know what I'm saying? We watch mm-hmm. the games. Like things happen that you don't like to happen on that line. So I'd even like to see them maybe go for a guy like Tipping in the in the second round. But like I just I think that if you get one of these two guys that are good at blocking, and and I love the fact that Washington was a blocker at Georgia. He was used a lot for blocker. But like you said, we know he has soft hands. And he strikes me as just one of those guys that wasn't asked to do a whole lot in college. But when he gets to the league, he is going to, like, just blossom like the most beautiful football flower you have ever seen in your life. Yes, Sarah, I don't know you, but hey, the heart's Sarah, all the way. Let me tell you. Sarah, yes, Where's Washington is love. Love this is Washington. Dude, she is like a, a walking almanac. Like, anything – I mean, if you need any information, if you need a contract, so she works for the network, you need a contract, you need anything, like, she's on it, like, she's sharp. That's that's the girl right there. Sarah, I like you already. She's like 26, like, she... (laughs) Yep, I mean, yo, because I really do need that sometimes. Just be like, what is Uh, this guy? Here's a question I have for you, though. Out of the random, out of the blue, because you know I got to hit you at one out of nowhere. Okay, because you know me. My biggest problem with the Bills, and I said this last year because I wanted y'all to trade for uh, – I wanted y'all to trade everything for a Sa- Saquon Barkley. Uh-huh. And now I, I think that – like, I think y'all should go, like, heavy running back in the draft. But what do you think – like, are they going to take a running back? Do you think they should? I think y'all should definitely go for one of these guys. Like, Tank, um, if you can, Zach Charbonnet. Like, I really think y'all should try to snag one of these dudes. Like, I think the Bills aren't missing – pass catchers i think they're missing a guy that they can say you want to play that way okay we're gonna line up and get four to five yards of carry See, and play boring ball i think that y'all would win okay. a super bowl like that okay stop right there because that that's a really good perspective uh an outside perspective because we as bills fans we we, we live it we see it and sometimes we scoff at analysts who say the bills need a running back now mm-hmm. They did go get Damian Harris. I think James Cook into another That's year can, can definitely have some production. I'm I'm looking forward to him being running back one. Damian's good. He's he's I think he's Damian's he's good. good. I, I don't I don't I'm not like putting the game on his shoulders or anything like that. But the fact that you mentioned like James Conner, I'm sorry, he's like right. James Conner. Yeah, I mean, I'm good not enough. really, I'm not really excited about Damian Harris. I mean, I, I like for what he brings to the to the locker room leadership. You know, he's a he's a locker room guy. Uh, he, he's a good short yardage back. Uh, I think he lacks explosiveness, you know, and those types of things. But we got two backs who could do that. So, you know, I don't know what the Bills really think about running back. I mean, it, it really does seem at this point, I don't think that they would go get a a Dalvin Cook who could be released, who I think the Cowboys might be interested in. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. Yeah, we can get into that. I have or, opinions trading the the house for a Saquon Barkley or trying to go get B. John Robinson, which if he's there when the Bills pick at, you know, 27, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Um, but I really do think the value for the Bills, to they need to get a running back mid to late rounds. I like Roshan Johnson from Texas. There's some, nice. there's some other guys. Zach Charbonnet, who, who might go in the third, fourth round. Yeah. I would be okay with Tank Bigsby, I'd be okay with. Guys See, like that. here's my here's my thought process though because I I I don't agree with the way running backs are, are treated in the league. I think we can. I, that's a whole other conversation. I think contracts should be opposite. I think they should get their money up front, like old rookies used to, and do do the rest of that. But I I think that the the bills and teams that are already set. So if you already have what you need, like you need to go get a game changing running back. I think you should trade. If you I'm talking about your defense is good. You're a team like y'all. You're on the cusp of getting the Super Bowl. You need that little bit. 
you I think any team in that situation needs to go get a prime time running back or draft one. Like because there's something that they do to good teams to make them, you know, really good to that unstoppable. Like even the Bengals, when the Bengals get nasty, they're handing it to Joe and Piron. And like it's just it's just four yard carry after four yard carry after four yard. When you watch the Cowboys, our best time was when Zeke and Pollard were popping. Because that just opens up the whole game. Now, I agree with the fact you shouldn't draft a running back high if your team sucks because then you don't really get the opportunity to see him at his at his Yeah, you're, not, you're not getting the you're value, wasting the carry. Right? Yeah, you're wasting the carries. But if it's a team like y'all, us, the Eagles, you know, teams that are like like steps away from winning or like are getting to the Super Bowl, like you go get that primetime guy. Like I'll tell you I don't like Cook when we talk about that, but you go get that primetime guy. Like y'all, I think y'all should do as much as you can to go up and get a good back that's gonna change. If y'all could get find a way to get a chain, I Super Bowl. But we see and I Devin a chain, I Devin a chain, he's a he's a skill set that the Bills already have in James Cook and Naheem Hines. I mean, it's very similar. I don't but, think they need to get a guy like him, but I'll say this. I like the fact that you mentioned the Bills have a hole at running back. I, it's like half. It's like a glass half filled because mm-hmm. I think James Cook can really be that guy. And, and I know people say, "Well, he can't run between the tackles, and he can't do this, he can't do that." Which I think he can do some of those things. Like he he averaged five point six yards per carry last season. Uh, he can run between the tackles. Is is that his strong suit? Absolutely not. He doesn't. His his lower half is too slender yeah. for him to be a, a a pound for pound running between the tackles kind of back. But he can do it. I th- I really do think they need a bigger back, uh, you know, like um, like we like we talked about, you know, Roshan Johnson, the kid from uh, um, Keandre, will be Keandre Miller. Keandre I was Miller. just about to say right. Keandre Miller. That dude runs like a tank. Uh, I believe he had a visit with the Bills as well. So I think the Bills are looking for a guy like that, or you could even get a a, a, a undrafted free agent. But I'm okay. Look, if the Bills were to go into this draft. And they got B. John Robinson, which I don't think he makes it. I think he's going to get drafted between 10 and 24. Eagles, man. I think the Eagles have to. I hate the Eagles. But if I'm an Eagles brass, like, you 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 have to. to. Sterling, like, what else are you going to – you let Miles Sanders go. You went to the Super Bowl last year. You have every other position filled. Like, you're probably one of the, what, two or three teams in the NFL draft that get to go for best, best player available. It doesn't matter. Like you got to, so I don't yeah. think he's gonna go past ten. Yeah, no, I, I think it's gonna be hard pressed. To, I mean, I don't know, man, but he he seems like the perfect fit for the Eagles. I mean, you already have a freight train uh, running offense with with Jalen Hurts at the helm. Why not add B. John Robinson? I mean, you're gonna give teams fits, but I do understand the value, the fact that they paid uh, Jalen Hurts that big bag. Mm-hmm. You know, I think they're going to have to – their roster is going to start to look a little differently just because you can't pay everybody. Yeah. You know, as we're saying with the more Bills, reason to get Bajon. letting Tremaine Emmons go and yeah. having to, to make these little costly decisions, the Eagles are going to be there. I think yeah. when, when uh, you know, Justin Herbert gets his contract, they're going to be in that, you know, kind of save a lot roster transaction. So it's going to be interesting, man. You, you can't have it all, but – um, let's talk about running back some more. So okay. it's reported that your boy, Mr. Cook, number four for the Vikings, Dalvin Cook could be potentially released uh, by the Minnesota Vikings. And uh, from the articles that I've read, it, and it seems just as team needs, it seems like the Cowboys might, the Cowboys and the Dolphins uh, could be at the top of that list. What are your thoughts as a Cowboys fan as, as Dalvin Cook potentially joining the Cowboys if he's released. So as a Cowboys fan, I don't want them to go. I think it's point. I think it's very pointless to go get Dalvin Cook if you're the Cowboys. Like it makes zero sense because I think he's going to end up making like twelve million dollars, mm-hmm. and you just let Zeke go, and you didn't want to pay him, and you're paying Pollard like ten million. So if you're the Cowboys, you either stick with Davis, who's already in the backfield as a backup, or you go draft somebody uh, in the later rounds. Now. Uh, now that you mentioned, because I did not know Miami was in the mix, that's perfect. That's per. That's per- that's perfect. As, again, is it perfect like, because he's not going to your team, or is it perfect because it's okay? The fit can can two things be right at the same time? 
Because, yes, yes, it is because he's not going to my team. But secondly, it is because he's going to play with Mike McDaniels. And we all know that Coach Logic knows what he's doing. You know what I'm saying? And that run game is like a San Francisco-based run game, and it goes hard. Like, And I think that if you put Dalvin Cook in there, give Mostart less carries, because I think Mostart's still on the roster. Mostart right. gets less yes. – he gets less carries, which means he's not going to get injured as much, which means you're going to have Dalvin Cook, Mostart. You're going to have the fastest – you're going to have the fastest offense in the NFL. Period. Like you're gonna have right. Dalvin Cook, Mostart. You're gonna and you already did. So you, you already had the fastest offense. So you just got faster. So I, I think that Miami, it's just it's it's well all around. And they and they could paying him. It's justified paying him twelve million dollars in Miami when you know the offense that they're gonna run is going to open up gaping holes for running backs. And you know Dalvin Cook, even though he's slowing down, he'll still produce at a high rate and will open up the field for a deadly threat like Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill. Yeah, I like I like Dalvin Cook's game, man. He he's I think he's averaged like four point seven yards per carry for his career and a, a gang of touchdowns, like forty seven yeah. touchdowns. I mean, look, man, that I, I just think uh, the value when it comes to and this is the problem when you look at a guy like Dalvin Cook and and he's what you know he's been in the league for six seasons. Yeah, it starts to wear on him, and yeah. he now his production is still high, but how long? Do you have a production like that? I mean, that's a he's lot. a product of he's a product of what we what we were saying. You know, going to get going to get a running back when your team's not good, and or you know the Vikings weren't really up there when they went and got him. So like they were they they had to draft him high. So like I, I think it's a product of getting a running back on a team that's not very good, and you wasted his best carries. Um, and this is what happens. But he still has enough in his tank to go to another good team and produce, I think. Yeah. I think he does. The running backs just have a bad deal, man. It's just right. messed up. Yeah, it is, man. But, it, again, they, they have a shelf life. And I understand why teams don't want to pay running backs. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I totally get it. And, and I'm fine with it. Um, I, I just, <laughs> I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. I mean, yeah, it, it is what it is. But as far as the Bills getting Dalvin Cook, I mean – I don't think they need it, to be honest. I, I love Dalvin Cook's game. I just, man, I just want to see James Cook get it in. Like, let him let him do his thing and see what oh. he's got. Okay, so you see how I was talking about if if Dalvin Cook goes and plays with Mostert? I think without the injury part, but I think that you get to use Cook in special situations, and I think that he becomes even more valuable if you do get it every down back and you're able to slot him in, a la how the Cowboys started with Tony Pollard. Like I, I think that Cooks has that ability, but I think you should get man. I think the Bills would just be really awesome with the really good running back. Just they would be. I, I mean, I, I'm telling you, they they definitely would be. I mean, it would be nice for for you know as a Bills fan to go into games to be like, we don't have to rely on Josh Allen to do everything. Like we could just hand it off to whoever James Cook, Dalvin Cook, Jesus, and they're just gonna get it in. They're going to get it done, right? <laughs> well, I mean, and having a quarterback like Josh Allen also means like the same kind of dynamic that we talk about in Miami or the same dynamic that we want to talk about um, with Jalen Hurts. You have that same dynamic with Josh Allen. And if you put another running back back there, that gives you three guys in the backfield possibly that you can't deal with. And it also gives you, you know, no one can cover Stephon Diggs one-on-one. Um, y'all have y'all's reservations about Gabriel. and. It's deserved. Um, but but you do have, you know, a lot of weapons. Now, I, we could talk about what y'all are going to do in the draft at receiver. But, you know, I do think adding another weapon in the backfield, more so than weapons on the outside, is what the Bills need. Because I think Josh Allen is one of those guys that can, like, put the ball in places where he can make mediocre guys look better than they are. Right. And the fact that, and this is probably an unpopular opinion, but I do feel like when guys play with Josh Allen, they, they end up having their best year statistically. Um, that is proven statistically. Um, and I think I'm not saying Gabe Davis, you know, he's not good. I feel like Gabe has some some traits that he brings to the table that are valuable. But I think, you know, with the ability of Josh Allen, the way he can make plays and so forth, I think that that inflates Gabe Davis's value just a tad. And, uh, you know, there's some deficiencies in his game that and things that we would like him to, to do better. But I think, you know, the Cowboys are in a similar situation. You have CD Lamb. Mm-hmm. You, you got a guy that that is considered an underperformer. 
right? Mm-hmm. My mm-hmm. guy from from Colorado State, Michael Gallup. Uh, Gall- I don't. I don't think we here now. That's a good perspective from outside. We here don't really feel that he's underperformed. We feel that he came back from injury and he's not quite himself. And he was asked to do a little bit more than what he was capable to do coming off of that injury. Okay. I think he is getting a lot of he's getting a lot of leeway here because he's a very good receiver. He's just not a he's not the type of I don't want to call him like I don't want to say he's not a number two, but he's not. You know what I'm saying? He's just another good receiver to have on the team. It's the same thing we say about Gabe Davis here. I think it's the scheme, though. Even like with us, I don't know how you feel about the bills but i think with the cowboys it's also the scheme because like i say he's he's not a good receiver when the cow he's not not my bad he's not a number two receiver when the cowboys don't have a speedy three guy that's what it is because our system is predicated off a slot receiver that's why we got cooks a slot receiver receiver able to stretch the field which opens up the middle of the field so he can do those intermediate routes and he didn't have that last year and before this we had two guys that were spacing out the field and so he, he was able to look a lot better yeah, um, I, I think that's a valid point. I think we, you know, again, the 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 case of these two wide receivers are extremely similar. You know, we feel like here Gabe Davis is a he he can stretch the field vertically, right? He can stack a, a DB and, and he can you know cause pain on the defense, you know, vertically catching the ball down the field. But when it comes to the short intermediate routes, you know, I don't. He's not a separator, you know, so he doesn't. He's not you're not going to expect him to run around, break off the stem and then, you know, just catch a ball. And then yeah. on top of that. So when he does get separation, you know, I, I feel like his contested catch rate needs to improve and his overall catch rate in general uh, needs to improve. Now, people can say, well, it's just because they they throw the ball down the field to him all the time. And, and it's not it's not necessarily the case. I feel like uh, he needs to do a better job of catching the football in general. Yeah, he has one of the most unorthodox styles of catching the football <laughs> i mean it, it really looks awkward he and he's and he's made a, a lot of money uh and got to where he is today because with that so i don't think he's going to change that anytime soon but michael gallup's a guy he's not a guy that's going to stretch the field deep i feel like no. he has value uh you know short intermediate as a possession receiver uh he definitely needs Sorry. uh a number one wide receiver to kind of take pressure off of him. So the fact that you guys went and added Brandon cooks, who's going to be able to stretch the field. I mean, Brandon cooks gives you see efficiency at each level. Yeah. Right. I think that's going to benefit CD lamb more than anything. Well, I think it's, I think he's going to benefit everybody because he does give us, you know, exceptional wide receiver play. Oh, sorry. Excuse me. Sorry, buddy. He does give you exceptional wide receiver play at all these different levels. But at the same time, when you I, just watching the Cowboys and I don't know how the Bills offense really works, but the Cowboys have kind of like a classic And this. I know Kellen Moore is gone, but feel mm-hmm. me because it's going to be it's going to kind of be the same. Like they have an offense that's based off of you have a slot guy that's that I said this before, but you have a slot guy that's that spreads it open deep and he's got to be really good at that. Cedric Wilson was really good at it. even if he doesn't get the ball, he's got to stretch the field to where the defense thinks he might get it. You know what I'm saying? And what that does is that opens it up for your true number one CD because CD is our quote unquote Chris Carter type of receiver. You know what I'm saying? He's running intermediate routes, he's running on the sidelines, he's not necessarily going deep, he just has really good hands. So you're just trying to get him open on different routes, posts, uh, you know what I'm saying, uh, in routes, out routes. Mm-hmm. And then a guy like Michael Gallup is at his best when he can have those two guys freeing up each other and everything else he's good at. Third downs, because he's gonna get he's gonna get the third corner. You know what I'm saying? And and as long like this year, he didn't get the third corner. He got the second corner. And the second corner was able to do a pretty good job on him. He gets the third corner. Cause you're not putting your third corner on Brandon cooks. Do, can we agree? Right. Like that's a touchdown. You know what I'm saying? Like he's going to burn that man. So like, he's gonna, he's gonna get the attention of the third corner. And then once he does that Gallup will look better, but that's not me poo-pooing on his skill. I think that's just like, when you build a team, you have certain guys like Gabriel, like you said, he's running the routes. He should, he's doing what he needs to You need to catch it. You know what I'm saying? Like you need to catch it. Like that's the bottom line is you need to catch it. And if you're not catching it, then you need to replace the guy. Yeah, Gabe is coming into a, his last uh, season with the Bills. Uh, you know, I don't know if they're going to resign him the, from Bills brass. It sounds like no. they love Gabe Davis. 
Uh, I don't know what the cost is going to be. Maybe 15 mil season, probably. It depends. I think a lot of it depends on what he does this year. Uh, so I don't know if you do. Like, I mean, I don't. <laughs> no, I, I, no, but the reason why I said it is because kind of like not as far as money wise, but as far as usage of receivers. Unless if you draft a receiver, if he's not the number one, you know what I'm saying. If he's not your quote unquote Justin Jefferson, then why pay him another contract? You know what I'm saying. If he doesn't show, like the Cowboys with with um, with Gallup, I like that he's on the team, but is he necessarily needed? You know what I'm saying? Like, is, yeah, I don't, is, I, I don't think he is. I think he has a skill set that's replaceable. Yeah, all receivers do, especially you know? by rookies. You know what I'm saying? That look look like they could be stars. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Let's 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 talk about these wide receivers this year. Cool. So let's I'm gonna give you a name and you okay. tell me if you think that they are first round worthy. Okay. I'm gonna give you a name of a receiver. You tell me if you do you think that they are uh not first round grade, but do you think they will be taken in the first round? You ready All for right. this? Don't give me no dude that I ain't never heard of. Go ahead. No, I'm not. I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna do that. Okay. Sacramento right. State. We'll, no, we'll, we'll, we'll start. We'll start with a little something easy. Kayshawn Booty. Now, it's a guy that before the season, Ooh. he was one of the guys that Ooh. that was pegged to be a first round guy. Little issues at LSU. Production he's, really not there. He's, and he's, he really didn't do nothing this year. So, what do you think? Okay. Yes, he's first round worthy. You think he's first round worthy? Okay, wait, 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 wait. Now, if I understand your rules correctly, this is a guy that I think will play at that level, or a guy I would choose. That I mean, or a guy that will get chosen there. So, he a guy that you think will get chosen in the first round? Oh no, 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 no. Okay, my bad. I had it backwards. Okay, no, I think that he has first round talent, but I do think he'll get drafted in like the third because he did have a lackluster season. But whoever gets him in the third. Oh, you getting a I, no? He's gonna no NFL star, NFL you think, star. You think he's the next LSU wide receiver star? Yes, I yes. like him a lot, and I I would be interested in, in taking him uh, uh, day two, day three. You know, That's a good uh, I think I think he'd be there. Uh, what about let's Marvin Mims? Is he a first round? Now. Okay, so what do you think about Marvin Mims? I think that Marvin Mims is going to be a great slot receiver. I lost Sterling Shepard. Um, now we don't know. He didn't He didn't have injury problems. I mean, Sterling didn't really either. Um, but when Sterling is healthy, then he plays really well. They both went to the same school. I watched a lot of uh, Marvin Mims. He was uh, Mr. Football in Texas. <laughs> I don't know why Texas didn't get him, but we did. Thank you. Um, <laughs> no, I, I see the Cowboys. They see, they see the Cowboys. They say that the Cowboys want to take him um, in the third uh, I'd like it. I think that he's going to be a really good NFL receiver. Like I said, not maybe, maybe not like a superstar, but I think he's going to be a really good slot receiver. But it's all dependent on the system he gets drafted in. Um, okay. I think that I think that's that's thing. But um, he's not going to be first. He's going to be like what? What round three is what day two? Yes, I, yeah, I feel like, like I he's feel like two. he's a day two guy. But I feel like his skill set uh could very well be a round one so i don't think he's going to get selected around one but i think he's a guy that we're not talking about enough you know oh go ahead no that we're not talking about enough but he is a guy is a three-level threat like he, he can get it deep he can get it short intermediate and he's good you know, I, I yeah, think no, he's he a, a football couple, player. If he was, you know, he's he stands at 5'11. I feel like if he was six foot, six one, I think he probably would be a first round wide receiver. He um, plays big though. I've watched he a does lot. Play big. I, I've watched a lot of him. I've I think I've I've probably watched every game he's played at Oklahoma. Um, just because I'm a fan. So, but he plays a lot bigger. Um, I know people hate the poor man, the poor man's whatever, but he is like a poor man's um Wilson was Gary Wilson. He, he's kind of like a, a poor man's Gary Wilson. Okay. Jalen Hyatt. 40 time disappointed me, but film speaks louder than the combine. He is, a, he is not, ah, he's not going to go in the first round because of the 40 time in the combine, but he is going to be a special talent. 
um, when it comes to just burning people deep in the NFL. I think that he's got a place in this league for many years, as long as his speed lasts. But I, I think his combine 40 is a it, – it happens, bro. Like Devin Hester's 40 time uh, in the combine, I don't believe, was, right. was the it fastest wasn't, ever. Right. Yeah. Jalen Hyatt doesn't have first round ability to me, but he has uh, a, a trait, with, which is that speed that it's hard to pass up. Uh, I feel like he had two, he's a guy that had too many free releases, man. Like every time you watch Jalen Hyatt, you know, they, they're in trips. And, yeah. And, you know, double stack and, and he's just running free. And I just don't understand why, you know, DBs and teams really didn't try to get a hand on him. And the office that they used them in at University of Tennessee was just kind of a big time air raid, but he got a lot of free releases. And I think a guy like that, you give a lot of free releases. Think of a guy like Will Fuller is, is who yeah. I think Jalen Hyatt uh, kind of. That's a great one. That is a great to. one. But I, I was just going to ask you too. I was going to, I was trying to think of some receivers that were, that didn't, that don't have, that got a lot of free releases in the league too. It's like you can move them around, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. so you can keep them in motion and, and they take care of that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, Cooper Cup is a guy that yeah. is always on the move pre-snap. Right. And he's a slot. He's a slot guy. But it, but they but the way you use and deploy these receivers matters. So but I don't you know, with those free releases, I just don't have enough uh, to go off of in terms of like the type and style of routes he runs. I, I, he's not a great route runner. Uh, yeah, and, and I think he's going to have issues at the next level. But if you have him in an offense where he's like the third or fourth option, kind of like a Gabe Davis, yeah, uh, I think he you can get the most production out of him. Um, so the Bills could be. I mean, I think Jalen Hyatt really is, a, is a is a day two guy all the way. That that's a that before you get to the next guy, that's a really good one for the Bills, Sterling. I like that one, bro, because I was just thinking Jalen Hyatt's a guy that you tell. Hey, bro, go run. Hit your head on the goalpost and go run. And y'all have the quarterback that can launch it. To me, what sealed what sealed it for me that lets that makes me think he'll be a good player. Alabama tape, bro. Every receiver that has gone off on Alabama in the past shoot, uh, probably six, seven years has been a good good receiver. If you go look at all the receivers that had great games, I think the the reason why I liked Michael Gallup coming out of college was. I saw his Colorado versus Alabama tape, and I was like, "Who is?" I was like, "Who is the guy from Colorado State that is dogging Alabama's DBs? Like, this is ridiculous." And when I watched Tennessee versus Alabama, I said, "I said, no, he's NFL speed ready. Like, he's right, just running by these guys that are going to be in the league. So, like, he's gonna run by them again. You know what I'm saying? Like, right? Yeah. So, I, I, I yeah, but he's not a first round talent, but great okay. talent though. Okay." All right, so we're gonna we're gonna speed it up here. So I'm gonna give you uh, Zay Flowers next, first round. Okay. Yes, most definitely. Okay, I think he I think he's a guy that that definitely is probably gonna go in the first round. I I, for, I think somebody a team is gonna take him. You know, he might be. There, there's rumors that he could be the first receiver. Taken I have off a player comparison for him, bro. I did last week. Um, Chris Chambers and Emmanuel Sanders. Okay, Chris Chambers. Yeah, Chris Chambers was like five nine, five ten. Anybody Flowers, but Chris Chambers played really big. I he, he played bigger than Zay Flowers even, but Zay Flowers has more shiftiness to his yeah. game. Uh, I think he's a better route runner than Chris Chambers, but I haven't heard that name in a long time, yeah. man. Well, I, I said I, I was like I was like for the old school people, you know, what I'm saying Chris Chambers, but. For the newer, but when you really watch both of them, he really does remind me of Emmanuel Sanders. Like he really does. Um, mm. Like a man, he's got like you said the shiftiness. The, him and Emmanuel Sanders have this weird ability that some guys have, but they really have an ability. They look faster once they stop and go than they do even running full speed down the field. Which they're really fast that way. But when they make a move and that split second where both people are stopped, their explosion out of that is ridiculous. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. But that that's a really good comp you got there. Uh, what about Jordan Addison? First round ability? I think this is a guy. I think Jordan Addison is going to go in the second round. Every single draft year, we think, oh, yeah, this guy's going in the first round. All of a sudden, boom, here we go. They're in the second I round. Think, what do you think of Jordan Addison? I, th- I thought I had a comp for him, too. But I think I think he I think he goes first. 
I agree with you, though. I think he's second. Most people, Russell, you hate Jordan Addison. I'm like, I don't hate him. <laughs> he, to me, like, I don't, bro, he's really good. And I know he won the Bolitnikov and everything like that. But to me, he's like the equivalent of a system quarterback. And so, like, like to the T, but at receiver. Like, if you don't do exactly what Jordan Addison is good at, I mean, exactly. I don't know if the product that you get is going to be satisfactory. Now, if you want to do everything in your offense that he does, you know, you might, you'll turn out pretty good, but he scares me. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. Jackson Smith and Jigba, we know is first round. Okay. But what about Quentin Johnson? I truly believe, I think the Quentin Johnson slander should stop. Like it needs, it needs to stop. Like, I think that when people talk about the body catching and people talk about the lack of aggression, and all, like, the dude played for a team that played for the national championship, and whenever he was called on, he did a hell of a job. Heck of a job. Sorry. Um, but I, I think that he is a first-round grade. Of course, we know he is. I think that the team – I think he's going to be the next superstar receiver in the league. One of them. I think a couple you, of these guys. So that's that's lofty guys. praise for, for uh, Qu- Quentin Johnson. Dude, he's huge. Pause. He's huge. <laughs> I mean, I I like his game. I, I think you know, even though he's he he he's six two and a quarter or whatever, he still plays like six four. Yeah, forty inch vertical. Uh, I, I you know, there's this thing where just because he's not he wasn't asked to do it doesn't mean he can't do it. People knocked DK Metcalf's route running ability. Thank you. Uh, when he was coming out, doesn't mean that. Quentin Johnson can't get it done or he can't run precise routes. Uh, you know, I think he he is his route running is a little choppy, but I yeah. think it can improve. I mean, you got to consider the offense he played in. Uh, at least we know with Quentin Johnson that he's a guy that could beat press man coverage, unlike yes. Jalen Hyatt. You know, you could put Quentin Johnson on the outside and be like, you're just gonna get you just yes. gonna figure it out, right? And and he's got that speed that's like, oh, he fast. Like he te- he's <laughs> He's 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 honestly in David Boston about that size, like he's deceptively fast. But right. I'm just saying his body type is one. He's a big human, like you said. You're gonna have trouble jamming him. His speed is that that I don't care what he runs his forty in. I've seen him run by all DBs of all forty times. Like he's getting by people now. The body catching. I think that people talk about that, but I also say like, look who his quarterback was. No shade, Duggan, but or Dugan, Duggan. Um, Duggan, my bad. No shade to Duggan, but I mean, his quarterback wasn't the most accurate. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you got to do what you got to do. Get open how you can. Catch the ball. I just think he's a matchup nightmare, no matter where you draft him. Any team is lucky to have him. Yeah, no, I think so, too. So, as we conclude, as we get to the... Can I give you one more? I'm sorry. I know I'm not supposed to, but can I give you one what? more? What? Go ahead. I didn't even get to tell you this one last year, last week. What's to that? everybody watching, I know it's the first time with Sports Plug Russ. Rasheed Rice is Keenan Allen. Stop. I want to be the first. I want to be the first person to say that. And I knew that this would be a great place to say it. And you might think I'm crazy. Go look at the tape. That man is Keenan <laughs> Allen. Okay. Hey, we'll see. I, I like Rasheed Rice. I love him. Keenan Allen. That's lofty praise, though. I'm telling you, go look at Rasheed Rice. It's crazy the similarities. It's crazy. Size. Um, the same ability that they're not really fast, but they stay open, but they're also fast enough to get open deep. The aggressiveness at the point of, of the point of attack, man, it's like his little twin. I, it, it's ridiculous. <laughs> and it's and it sounds crazy, but if you watch them both, you'll be like, whoa, like that is similar. Very similar. It's crazy. Uh, all right, so I'm gonna put you on the hot seat. Okay. Oh God, here we go. You're 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 about to go in the hot seat. Uh so. I have a little uh you're gonna draft for the Dallas Cowboys. Right okay? now. Right now. Okay. So I am so every week, if I have a guest on, or even if it's if it's just me here on the show, I always do a a mock draft. Okay. Okay. Uh and you're gonna draft for the Cowboys. I'm gonna draft for the Bills. And uh can you can you now see my screen? Uh, let me see, cause it we got it. We're on a little bit of a delay, so let me see if it pops up. It should it should pop up here in a second. Okay, there it goes. It popped okay, up. Okay, I'm gonna start this draft. You're on the clock. You're picking. 
uh, right before the Bills. Okay, so here's here are your options. Okay, I'm okay. going to give you a few guys, and then you tell me who you want. Okay. Now, this is wild, but it was kind of the same thing last week. So, the John Robinson is here. Okay. Quentin Johnson is here. Okay. Jackson Smith and Jigba is here, and Michael Mayer is here at 27 or 26. Ooh. All of them are there? For the Dallas Cowboys, in this scenario, those players are there. Oh, man. Okay. Because you have to, because of the talent level of the player, you have to pick Bajon Robinson if he's available. Okay, you so so you're the Cowboys, and you're going with Bajon Robinson. Yes. Okay? All right, the Bills are on the clock, and if the Bills are on the clock and Jackson Smith and Jigba is there, I got to take Jackson Smith and Jigba. You have to. You're on the clock again at pick uh, in the second round, pick 59, okay. uh, right before the Bills. You have your choice of, let's see, uh, Clark Phillips the third. Um, who's who? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, who's the tight end? Quarterback. Uh, tight ends. Tight? I'll tell you. Uh, let's see. Tight ends are here. There are 19 available. Sam Laporta, uh, Tucker Craft, Davis yeah. Allen, and Zach Koontz. Okay, we can't we can't reach for a tight end. We can't reach. Okay, so who are the top ones? Okay, I I just all right. So who are the all top right. ones now that my so, choice is gone? So for you guys, you have your choice of Deontay Banks, cornerback, Drew Sanders, Clark Phillips the third, Antonio Johnson, who is a safety from Texas A and M, uh, Jordan Battle, also a safety, Jack Campbell. Oh. Who are you picking? I'm gonna have to go with the the DB. Um, my bad, the first DB, Deontay um, Banks. Yeah, Deontay Banks. I'm. And it's just because at this point, if I've already picked the best available in the last draft in the last um, round, I don't want to reach for a tight end because I do think there's going to be one next okay. round. And so I'm gonna go ahead and get another DB. All um, right, because because I mean I think the Cowboys could always use another DB. Everybody, that's fair. Another DB. All right, so the Bills are on the clock now, and the Bills have their choice of Jack Campbell and Drew Sanders. Uh, I think for for the Bills in round two, I think linebacker uh, is is paramount. And if I had to pick between right now today, Jack Sa- uh, Drew Sanders or I'll Jack Campbell, I'm gonna go Drew Sanders just because I think he's more versatile. Now I do feel like Jack Campbell is a better fit schematically, but you know he can only do he, you know you're he's pegged to do a certain thing. I like Drew Sanders' versatility, so. I'm going to go Drew Sanders in this draft uh, for the Bills second round pick. So you're on the clock again at pick 91. Pick. Okay? okay? So you got your cornerback. You got your running back. Okay. Uh, what are the needs of the Cowboys? Um, you have, There's a bunch of linebackers on the on the list here. You got Dan Henley, Henry Toto. I'm not Marvion. with okay, I'm not with linebacker. Yeah, I'm not with that thought process because that's if I was, I would have picked Drew. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, if, no, I'm, I'm just saying because you don't pick Drew because you already got a linebacking core. We have a good linebacking core. I'm thinking the Cowboys need uh, offensive linemen okay. um, or you offensive linemen, wide receiver, uh, tight end. Those three are All the right. positions I'd look at. Let's look at tight end for you guys. Tucker Craft, Davis Allen, Davis Allen, and Zach Kuntz are your tight ends here. Uh, Luke Schoonmaker. Uh, is also available at tight end. So you you think about that. Uh, at wide receiver right now, uh, Keyshawn Booty and Michael Wilson are there. Mm. Tank Dell is also available in the third round. Uh, so you can think about that. And then we could go look at interior offensive line. Uh, your options are Henry Benavalu, uh, Emil Okier Jr., and Andrew Voorhees, who tore his ACL, but I think he's a good uh, Oh, we're going Tucker Craft. You know I like okay. him. You know I like okay. him from before. I, I like right. him. I'm, I'm surprised he's here. So, yeah, yeah, Tucker Craft all the way. Hey, this is how it's shaking out today. So, you took Tucker Craft for the Bills. Uh, I'm going to go. So, we got our linebacker. We got our wide receiver. I'm feeling really good right now. And if I'm, <clears throat> if I'm Brandon Bean, <clears throat> I want to look at. What is there on the interior offensive line? Take a look there, see if I can find. You know what? I'm going to go Andrew Voorhees here. I feel like you can rehab him, and you're getting a a day two guy 
uh, for next year. That's what I feel like. So we're going to stash Andrew Voorhees here. So we got an interior offensive lineman. Cowboys are on the clock in the fourth round. Okay. Uh, you guys, right now, uh, what are your needs? What do you want me to pull up for you? Uh, so I'm looking at we got my running back, we got my tight end, we got the DB. So now we're just picking. We're trying to get some supreme talent um, and skill position. So let me see what we. Well, you know, let me let me actually hear the offensive line because I think we might be able to get one. Okay, so let's talk tackle. You need a guard. Yeah, I know you need a guard because we got Connor McGovern. So here, here are your tackles. You you got Earl Bostic Jr., Asim Richards. Uh, Nick Salaveri. I, I don't feel like the Jackson Kirkland. I don't feel like the value is here. At no, tackle. no, 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 no. What's what's the? I'm Inter- I'm thinking both both of them may not have the value there. But what is the interior? Okay, so you got Alex Forsyth, uh, Curtis McClendon, Jarrett Patterson will be a good pick for you guys. Uh, I like Juice Scrubs a lot too from Penn State. Uh, as an option, but yeah, it's kind of, so what's happened is that the offensive line tackles and interior uh, players have been selected. So you yeah. guys, you got 27 seconds. And and I'm not into reaching to everybody. I don't know. So I'm, so I'm, I literally will let offensive linemen fall. We'll find, we'll find a guy. Okay. Um, so at this point, um, what are our receivers? Let me, let me pause it. So you don't run out of time here. Uh, your receivers right now, uh, that that I think would be – I think Jaden Reed is still here and Jonathan Mingo and Charlie Jones. Boom. Those are, Mingo's from Ole Miss, correct? Okay, that's a – yes, that's yeah, a him, really good pick. Yeah. Okay, so you take Jonathan Mingo. Let me unpause it, give you Jonathan Mingo. I think that's your replacement uh, for uh, – what's his name? Uh, Colorado State guy. A Gallup? Yeah, I think he he's a Michael Gallup uh, replacement. You, you can – Move off I think from he's, Michael Gallup. With yeah, him. I think he's that too. But I also think at well at this point in the draft, when you look, when in my opinion, I think that if you like you said the offensive linemen have dwindled, you're not going to reach for those. I think you just try to stockpile as much superior talent um, that you can. So just for those want to know my thinking, um, just so yeah, Mingo is the guy. I'm, I'm trying to get as many players that make you say, "Dang, like they got, whoa, they're loaded at that position." So I'm the Bills. I, I'm going to go edge here for the Bills. And I'm going to go uh, – I could go either Nick Herbig or Mike Morris from Michigan. I like Nick Herbig. I think he's probably a better fit, seeing that the Bills already have Gregory Rousseau. I'm going to take Nick Herbig here uh, from Wisconsin. And I'm on the clock again uh, with the – on the fifth round. So we got a defensive end for the Bills. I'll probably go. Let me let me look at the running backs here. I think this is a sweet spot for running backs. Or I might go corner. Uh, Devin a change. Sean Tucker. I I wouldn't Ooh. touch Zach Evans. Kendra Miller is here. Oh, so I'm gonna take Kendra. I I will I will say <laughs> there is no Zach Evans slander allowed. But that's a whole nother. You know I you know I love that kid, and I think that he's a great addition uh, to any team. Right. I think he's dope. Uh, you're on the clock now, so you're a fifth round pick. Okay. Uh, you've you've done a, a really good job uh, so far, but you you still got a little ways to go. So how are you gonna add a sweet spot to your um, roster? What is what's the ed, what what are the edge rushers looking like? Let's look at edge. So right now, uh, guys that I think could be cowboy fits: uh, Isaiah McGuire from Missouri. Uh, Robert Bill Jr., Georgia, um, E.Q. Leota, uh, Auburn. And then I would say for the Cowboys, just from my lens, Valami Fajoko, San Jose State. It's either oh, – let me see. I'm trying to – I don't think – I, I, I see people picking safeties for the Cowboys. I think we need a safety. You need a safety? I could look at safety. No, no, I don't, I don't think – I was just okay. saying I don't think we need a safety. I see the pick of safety for the Cowboys. I really would like an edge. I, I like the kid from Auburn. Okay. I actually remember some of it. I'll, I'll go him because – and here's my thought okay. process. 
I, I want to have, like I said, superior talent, but I want to get guys that are known to pass rush, rush the passer. And with the pass rush the Cowboys already have, let's just keep them churning them in and out. Get guys okay. rest and let's just keep sending waves and waves and waves in. All right. So I'm back on the clock for the Bills. I'm going to look at corner here and see if there's anything that kind of uh, gets me excited. And I don't really see anything for corner that gets me excited. But let's look at safety. I, w- I want to look at safety. Um, the Bills are in, are, they need a safety. So if I were to pick a safety right now for the Bills, I would go with, uh, man, that's tough. I'd have to go with Jair Brown from uh, Penn State. I think he. That's the night. Who all is available? I did, I was just, just out of curiosity. Uh, Daniel Scott, California. DeMarco Hel- Helms from Alabama. Christian Young and Rashad Torrance. Rashad Torrance, I, I like his game Where's too. He, where was he? And Chamari Connor from Virginia Tech. So those are the where, same. Where was, where was Torrance from? Uh, Florida. I Okay, here's my train of thought when it comes to getting a safety. And this, you may be like, Damn, like that's kind of biased, but I think you get your I think you get your safeties from the SEC, the Big Twelve, um, mainly. Yeah, I'll, I'll say SEC, Big Twelve. But if you have Florida, Alabama, if Florida, Alabama, there's some others. Penn State's kind of one, but if Florida and Alabama have a safety available, take him. He's gonna know the position. So we're drafting the helmet, huh? Scouting the helmet. <laughs> I but, okay. In some cases, in, in especially late in rounds, because in, in late rounds. You're drafting guys that more than likely were really good in college. You know what I'm saying? They just didn't test out as well as they needed to for the league. But I, but there is, I believe in that. I believe that the helmet yeah. matters when certain regimes are in charge. And if I see a five-year stint or a three, three to four-year stint where this school is just producing a certain position, and it's like, yo, they can play it. Like when you get right. a fifth you know guy, you're ready. Yeah, you want a guy that can do the job. And I think that guys from Alabama, Florida, Oklahoma um shoot uh we're not giving texas any love um they don't need it. They don't uh, need it. <laughs> um i'm missing i miss georgia and georgia like teams like that even though their guys may not go first round they're gonna do the job they're yeah. gonna know how to do the job yeah ain't nothing wrong with that ain't nothing wrong with that all right so so you're i think this this might be your last pick mm-hmm. here uh who who you want um so that's uh let's see what do you need you need a safety what you need you know who i'm gonna go get and i think people are gonna be like he not there i I hope he's here i'm gonna get tuned i've seen a lot of tune uh was it clayton to the quarterback from houston i've seen a lot of that and i'm actually down with it like i'm with it i don't know if he's gonna be available in the seventh most people have in the sixth sean clifford aiden o'connell Adrian Martinez. He is not here. Oh, he's gone. I knew I should have got him. You can get you a Dorian Thompson Robinson or a Stetson. (laughs) Oh, wait. Dorian Thompson Robinson's available in the Yes, he is. Hey, I was a fan of his high school. I'll go with Dorian Thompson. All right, all right. We'll take a flyer. We're going to take a flyer. Yeah, we'll take a flyer. We'll take a flyer. I told you I was not going to pick an offensive lineman late. We're going to find a vet. Okay, so (laughs) you're back on the clock in the seventh round. The Bills are done, so... Uh, you you want to go off offensive line? Uh, yeah. Um, I'm gonna take best available. Uh, I think I'm gonna go. Let's look at tackle. Go... Let's yeah, look I was gonna tackle. take tackle. I was gonna say tackle because that's yeah. All we need right. tackle more. Let's see Tyler what you guys got for tackle. That I mean, you got your pick of the litter here. I mean, there's there, these are these are upside guys. Like these are guys that. You you're just gonna have to take a swing on man. So so I think guys that could fit for you are Nick Broker, Mark Evans, uh, Connor Galvin, Jalen Thomas. Unless you see somebody here that that you feel. Uh, Wait, Jalen. Okay, my bad, people. Jalen Thomas. Where was he? That's SMU. Okay, I live. Okay, for those that don't know, of course you know, but I do yeah. live in Dallas. So yeah. Uh, I'm gonna take the home product. Late okay. draft pick, take the home product, give him a shot. Uh, if he doesn't work out, it's not really gonna matter because he's the seventh or oh, seventh round pick. Okay. Okay. Does, so you you win. I mean, yeah. I mean, at least you can get him in and see, you know, get him in camp and see what he can do. Uh, 
You know, I ain't nothing wrong with that. No, yeah, I really that. hate that Bajan was available because that threw me off because I'm all about picking, like, if we got a guy like that, I pick. So I just threw out every other, like, because there there's a tackle for Tennessee that I think is really good. The Cowboys should might go after, but. Yeah. yeah. No, okay. So let's, I'm going to, I'm going to, we're going to review your, your selections. What here. grade so did you, I get? You, you, it don't give you a grade. Oh, okay. But you got the John Robinson at 27. You got Deontay Banks, cornerback, which is great. Tucker Craft, great. Jonathan Mingo, great. You got uh, Iku Leota, uh, Auburn as an edge rusher. Dorian Thompson Robinson and Jalen Thomas. That's a that's a damn good I can work. I can work with that. You know what I'm saying? That's and a really like good I said, if, if I'm the GM, I'm I'm going in free agency and I'm just gonna try to find some offensive linemen, you know, and try to make it happen. Uh yeah. I wish we don't have a bad line, so that's why I would never reach, but I really am like the Mingo pick would be awesome in real life. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean the Bajan one would too, but the Mingo one, I would love it. Yeah, the Bills, uh, I think you know, if the Bills were to somehow come out with this haul. That I mean, that would be great. Uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba, when yeah. you don't have to trade up for him, is, is phenomenal. And then you get Drew Sanders in the second round, so you're getting like two first rounders. That back he's, back. yeah, well, uh, yeah, was, he's gonna be a star. Yeah, I think so. Uh, and Andrew Voorhees is a guy that you know you're gonna stash him. He's gonna rehab his ACL that he tore at his pro day. You get a solid edge rusher in Nick Herbig. Uh, in the fourth round, Kendra Miller is a guy that I think That's he's a, a big-bodied running back. I think he can he can spell, um, you know, Damian Harris. And then Jair Brown is the developmental safety who uh, has big-time game experience. So uh, Jair Brown. So for the Bills, I think that would be uh, that would be a haul as well. So you know, one week away from the draft, he man. Said, see me difference both. Um, what'd you say? I'm sorry, you, you you cut out for a second. No, I was saying that would be a haul for both of these squads. You're, oh no, I'll make a draft good, but you see I can't you you're on you're you're on a delay or something. Oh, I think I gotta wait for the yeah. thing to that's okay. So is it better now? Before, yeah, it's better now. So, uh, all right, go what ahead. Were go you ahead. saying it's amazing that, like, when you see two good drafts like that, there are, but like, you can see, I'm gonna make sure that this team is trying to win right now. But you also were trying to win, do much of the line setting up in the future, or anything like quote unquote. Able, I went and got like this is talent. Let's go get it right. done. And you were more stable, but both are really good. Jackson Smith and Jigma and Drew Sanders, that's really good. Yeah, no, I, I think it, I think it's dope, man. I think it's dope. Uh, so before we go, uh, why don't you tell our listeners where they can find you and your work, and uh, take a minute to tell us what what you got going on. Oh, well, uh, there are L climb SP. Um, you can find me on um on Instagram. Uh, I'm on TikTok. It's Sports Plug Russ. Um, and you can also find what I'm as well. But uh, basically, up uh, sports sports plug is what they call. It. It's always get plugged into your team. So as you can see here, you know, I, I love my Cowboys, but I like talking about all the teams, um, chewing every sport. So you can find me on those programs. You can find me and Sterling every Wednesday night on YouTube Live at uh, 8 o'clock Central Time on uh, YouTube Live on the Sports Sushi. And that's all, folks. You have been listening to the Intentional Grounding Podcast, Big Cast on the Buffalo Rumblings Big Cast feed. We are one week away from the NFL Draft. And we appreciate everyone who has listened tonight. With that being said, I'm going to give you a go, Bills, and we out of here.